Here they come! Welcome to episode 118 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average or duff. I'm your host, Eric Moore, and today I'm joined by Ian Marchant to discuss the third season episode of Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, Thing from Inner Space. Oh, hello! Welcome aboard the Sea View, Ian. Oh, glad to be on duty. But are you, though? Are you? Am I glad? Well, this is weird, because it's been a long time since I've watched any uh, Voice of the Bottom of the Sea. And so I watched the episodes, and then in CEX this morning, they had season one for like eight quid. So I thought, I'll buy it. So I, I, it might have hooked me back in. Mm, well, that, that, that was fortuitous. It was, yeah. And, and from everything that I can read about Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, it, it, it's a bit like Lost in Space in that the first season is far more adult and yes. realistic. And as the seasons went on, they got sillier and sillier, didn't they? Yes. How, how familiar are you with the show? Well, well I've, I've seen them all. <laughs> what, what, every episode of Voyage to the Bottom yeah, of the Sea? Yeah, uh, Channel 4 showed them in the sort of mid-80s. But mm. I, this is a weird one. So unlike, unlike say, other shows... I remember this before the the uh, the repeats, so it must have been being shown when I was a kid, because mm. you know we, we all knew about the Sea View. We all, you know, you had the that's, that was one of the um, model kits that I actually had. Mm-hmm. You know, the the little Sea View. Um, so yeah, we all knew about it. And then Channel Four showed it. I can't remember whether they showed it before or after Lost in Space. They did the whole run, so. Mm. Yeah, it gets very samey after a while. Well, you see, yeah, um, well, regarding myself, I mean, I saw it upon transmission because I don't have many memories at all of my, you know, junior school years. Yeah. But I've got a clear memory of, in junior school, every week, we would play Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, and I would play it if I could be the monster. Oh, right. I can remember that. We had like even a... Even at an early age. Even at an early age. The yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, we had a, a, a fence at the front of the school and then an earth bank. So you had yeah. a dip from the top of the earth bank down to the ground, and that's where the fence was. And in yeah. our games, that was the corridor. Because the oh, monsters right, yes. were always going down the corridor or in the air ducts, weren't they? Yeah. It, there's some, some real close parallels between this and the original Trek in, in the way... that you know they had several surrounding sets that they would use every episode a lot of the episodes were just people speaking into microphones which if you watch the original trek there's a lot of that going on Mm. um the the characters quite sort of similar but the tone is completely different isn't it whereas original trek is for most part 100 percent serious this sort of veers wildly it um, does everyone's acting their their 
straightest, but that just highlights how silly a lot of it is. Mm, mm. Yeah, I, I really like it. I like it as a show. It's it's just cheese. It's pure cheese. But you're right. The first season in black and white was based on the film, so it was mainly uh, spy dramas, you know, espionage stuff. A bit a bit more akin to um, Man from Uncle, mm. uh, Man from Uncle, and um, James uh, Bond. Mission Impossible, James Bond than mm. it than monster stuff. And then season two started, and they got color. And then they started introducing a few monsters. And then by season three, absolutely barking mad. Mm. This is quite the one we've just watched, quite restrained. Yeah, the, the, the monster's three. not in it too yeah. much for season three, is it? But Yeah, there, there's a bit of bit of character work, you know, some nice bits mm. of acting. And the, like you say, the monster's not in it too much. I mean, some of them were. I mean, there's uh, there was one where the, uh, the mummy... Mm-hmm. Appeared on the, the sea view and attacked people. There's one where the sea view got taken over by some wind up toys. Yep, that they, was season they, three. Yeah, that was season three. Um, it, yeah, it, I don't know what happened to Erwin Allen shows. Did they got must have got to season three on all his shows and gone? Oh, can't be. Asked. Well, I've, I, I've got a slight reason for it mm-hmm. when, oh, right. when, when we reach behind the scenes. Well, but it's not Batman again, is it? Batman's no. got a lot to answer for. No, no. But I tell you what is very strange. Voice of the Sea, I remember liking as a child, and I think that's yeah. it. You, um, you you get the most out of it when you're a child. But um, yeah. out of all the early Irwin Allen shows, this is the least of mine because it was one of those things where I I enjoyed the monsters. I'd be waiting to see the monster, but I didn't give yeah. a stuff about any of the characters. That's Whereas... Yeah, I was totally the opposite there. That so this is probably my second favourite Owen Allen, so Love Lost in Space and then this second. Um and I I think the characters are quite strong in this and I as a kid I always liked it. I liked it because this was a show where your heroes wore collar and tie. Mm. I like I don't know what that says about me. I like that, and I like the uniforms, and I like the military setup, and like I say, everyone's sort of giving it their all. Mm. And, you know, but I, think I, like, difference... I, I like David Hedson. I think he's a, a good actor. Yeah, I, I think the difference between you and me is you've watched it, and yeah. I have not watched a, a complete episode of Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea since I was that you know like eight year old. Oh right, yeah. Um, I remember when they were on on Channel Four, and I would watch a little bit. Yeah, but I, I, this is the very first time since I was in junior school uh, that I've actually wow. watched a full episode of Voice of the Sea. I've never had an inclination to seek them out on video. I've never had an inclination to seek them out on DVD. So has, has it made you want to see more? Should well, we say that to the end? No, no, no. I, I enjoyed the Richard Basart and the David yeah. Hedison parts. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and the and the monster is awful. But I'm I'm, I'm comparing it to what I would have thought of it if I watched this story back when I was eight. Yeah. I would have loved the monster and not liked yes, the, 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 the humans, yeah. you see. So it's that thing where I haven't had an interim period where I've reassessed it as an adult. So maybe I've got to go back to yeah, it. Yeah, I think it'd be... I mean, I, I'm, I'm not sure where you should start, really. I mean, I would probably start... Like Lost in Space, I'd probably start on season two. So you've got colour and a bit of wackiness, but not that much whereas season one i really like season one but some of the episodes are a chore to get through because it all is always this undisclosed eastern country mm. spy gets aboard the sea view and stuff like that mm. i mean you've you, you mentioned lost in space i know yeah. you're a fan of lost in yeah. space so i'm assuming lost in space is your number one yes lost, lost in space is, is to my mind the, the my I won't say it was the best of the Owen Allens, because best is very subjective. But it's my favourite. Right. Owen All right. Allen well, if we're talking favourites, can you rank them? 
Um, yeah, I'd what, say. What, what order would you go? Yeah. So I would say Lost in Space tops. Voice Box is second. Um, time Tunnel probably next, although that could get a bit samey. Uh, Land of the Giants would be my least favourite. Um, mm. What were the other shows? What else did you? No, I see it. it. That's it. All right. That's your um, lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I found, I found Land of the Giants. This, that literally was the same story every week. See, I, I do own the box set yeah. of Land of the Giants because I've got fond memories of yeah. Land of the Giants. I've, I've got a fond memory of longing, like the flying sub, of you know, owning the model kit, yeah. which I never did. And uh, I like Land of the Giants. I like the characters in Land of the Giants. I, I, I'm thinking back to how I was when I was young, and I like them. I like Steve in his red jumpsuit. Yeah. I, I liked his hair. I remember liking Steve's hair, you know. <laughs> I had a bit of a crush on the girl in Deanna that. Deanna Lund, yeah. No, the other oh, one. Oh, the other one, really? Yeah, Heather Young. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And um, so I bought it. And, oh, boy, boy, they are such a slog. I bought the box set of both Land of the Giants and Time Tunnel yeah. uh, three years ago, four years ago, and I have yet to watch them all. I'll yeah. watch one occasionally I, and just you, find them incredibly tedious. Yeah, that that is, unfortunately, that is an Irwin Allen show. These are, these are shows that are primarily aimed at kids, I suppose. They probably weren't originally, but they they're definitely kids sort of fodder. they're down on the kids fodder end so i think it's very hard to to binge watch these if not impossible i think you're right you, you pick an episode and you might watch one you might go i enjoyed that i'll watch another one but if you watch more than about two episodes in a row they all start to to sort of outstay their welcome even lost in space mm. i think I'd, you've got to be I'd in def- the right yeah. mood to yeah, I, I, I defy anybody to do a Irwin Allen marathon. You yeah. couldn't. Well, you could. You, you couldn't to, watch yeah. like five episodes in a row. Not they Land of the do, Giants um, or Time Tunnel. There used to be a, a Irwin Allen fan club, and they they did hold a couple of conventions, and they had like screening rooms and that. And I thought, wow, that's mm. because. I mean, the the other thing that obviously drew me as a child and certainly as a teenager when they repeated them to these shows uh, is the uh, the vehicles and the tech is awesome mm. these are these have got some of the most iconic well-designed vehicles i know the sea view was designed for the film as were the mm. sets yeah, but the flying sub wasn't that was made for season wasn't, two yeah, wasn't it brilliant. and you like the the spin drift is brilliant mm-hmm. in um land of the giants i mean the only one that didn't really have it was time tunnel but they had a nice set yeah, and they, 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 they had nice turtleneck jumpers yes, as well. Yes, that's true, yes. They were yes. well-dressed uh, time travellers, weren't they? Yeah, they really there were. you go. We're back to the uh, well-dressed heroes. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I can remember um, in my... Uh, in, it must, I, I don't know how old it was, but I wanted a, a, a Sea View uniform, you know, like the khaki pants and shirt and oh, yes. black tie. And so I wanted one of them, and I, I, I had something that looked similar. I imagine it was nothing like it. It was probably polyester for the 70s. And uh, I wore it once to a um, a school disco, which shows you what a wow I was with the women back then. <laughs> Did the music stop when you walked in? Yeah, it should have done, yeah. It should have yeah. done. <laughs> My style of dancing was to careen uh, backwards and forwards from the left yeah. side to the right side with sparks going off. Blimey. Uh, you're absolutely right what you said there. You know, the craft were fantastic. You know, technically, yeah. you know, design-wise and the execution, the models were great. Amazing, yeah. Let down by the monster of the week. Yeah, the usually. monster was always the weak part, yes. wasn't it? it? But it, that's why you watched it yeah. for the monster, yeah. you know? Yeah, to see what monster it is. Yeah. What, what really um, 
stuck on me this time was because I've got the box set of Lost in Space, so I have watched them a few times. Is is the amount of sharing of sound effects, oh. music? We've got yeah, it here in yeah. this story, haven't yes, we? Yes, yeah. The first the first sounds you hear are from Lost in Space on this episode. Yep. And it's like, oh, I remember that. So you almost get like a little nostalgic thrill from from seeing a friend, you know. It's like, oh, that's the beep from the, the Lost in Space spaceship. And, yeah. Erwin yeah. Allen did like to recycle, didn't he? Yes. It was a factory, wasn't it? His studios were a factory. I mean, it, it was a bit more thought went into it than a lot of stuff at the time but mm. it was a factory they just churn this stuff out mm. Mm. yeah yeah <laughs> all right okay well shall we get started on this yes. story yes. all right and then we'll talk a little bit about it during yeah. uh, behind the scenes so the reason i've chosen this this story thing from inner space yeah is... it's interesting to find out yeah the reason i've chosen it is because as i say i've never owned you know yeah. any of these stories in any format so it's uh it, you have to look to youtube yeah. for yeah and um, annoyingly the dvd sets generally keep their price don't they it's that's on why all, i haven't owned them Allen's, yeah because as i say I, I think it's season two i've got i've got season two lost in space on yeah. dvd i've got the box set of time tunnel and land of the giants in in my yeah. you know ratings yeah, yeah lost in space is number one I can't really differentiate between Time Tunnel and Land of the Giants because when no, I was young, I liked quite. it, but they're both equally as tedious yes, very, as the very other, tedious. you know. Um, and I don't know about um, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. I'd have to watch more episodes to see whether they, they, it actually goes above yeah. or not now as an adult. But yeah, I, I, say, I think if you like original Trek, you'll probably appreciate this more. Mm, mm. It's, it's definitely got an original Trek vibe. All right. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, I mean, I have to rely on YouTube to watch an episode, yes. and 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 not there the, are a lot the on best there. Print though, was it? The it's not the best sent. print, and you know, to get it around copyright, the, the screen. Yeah. Yes, you have to adjust the picture yeah. in some way, oh. or, or speed it up, or slur the yeah. speech I mean, to no get around copyright. Dead, he? He's not going to sue. Yeah, but it's Fox, though, isn't it? Well, oh, they'll it, sue you. It, yeah. it is. Yeah, they will sue you. So they'll send yeah, the stormtroopers around. Yeah. Yeah, so I was looking for for a story that had you know effects in it, had a monster yeah. in it, and and this one isn't as badly cropped or tweaked as some. So this is the one we're going for. As you say, it's season three, and season three, yeah, they uh, they ratcheted up the uh, the monster quotient yes. in season three, and yeah. then even more in season four. Yeah. Um. So yeah, thing from uh, inner space. I really don't know. Do you know why it's called thing from inner space? Because he doesn't come from inner space. No. Also, I mean, there was a there was a a, a crappy uh, movie at the time, wasn't there? Called Destination Inner Space. Oh. And yes. that was underwater. So is at, at some point in the sixties, were we referring to underwater as inner space? You know, or may, 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 you, you, you know, you have lots of outer space. In, yeah. in 50s B movies. So, yeah, it could uh, be so. And, and this is inwards. You're yeah. going down deeper to the centre of the planet. So yeah. I don't know. But it's a rubbish title anyway. Yeah. I imagine The Thing is just from The Thing, isn't it? Just, yes, yeah, should be the yeah. things from in space, really. I think I, I think when we see the monster, we're, we're, yeah. we're initially supposed to um, think creature from the Black Lagoon, although it's nowhere anywhere near the league. Would well, you know? <laughs> Do you know what I my my thoughts on this, and this shows you, I don't know whether I'm used to modern programming or just how bad the creature effects. Because it starts off with the guy making, and and they keep everyone's referring to him as this hack uh, uh, documentary maker that lies and and I thought 
oh, it's not an actual creature. It's he's making this for his show. Mm. It's a stuntman oh. in a, yeah. And it's like, oh no, this is meant to be real. <laughs> Oh, you, you thought yeah, it was a bit I meta. It was a scam. Yeah, I thought it was going to be a scam. <laughs> because it is yeah. indeed a stuntman yeah. in a wetsuit, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Oh, well, I thought, I wondered if it was like Ted Cassidy or someone like that. It's very, someone very tall. Very no, tall it's and not. Thin it, he's not. No, no. When you yeah. see him come out that water, he's clearly got whacking great big wooden blocks on the bottom of his oh, boots. Right, okay. That's what it well, is. I don't and know. I couldn't see the bottom of the screen. <laughs> oh, no, missing. you can in one shot. Yeah. When he comes out of uh, the water, you can yeah. see he's got the most outrageous platform boots. They must yeah, be about two foot tall. And he is very slim oh, and lanky right. as well. Yeah, he's very yes. thin. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, this documentary person, this like yes. David Attenborough type called Bainbridge yes. Wells... Um, he, he's doing I kept a team of Dixon Bainbridge from uh, Mighty Boosh. Every yes. time they mentioned his name, I thought this would have been brilliant if it would have been uh, Matt Berry playing this part. That would have that improved would have it. Yes, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's doing this TV documentary on an atoll, yes. which seems to an have a painting. Well, here we go, right? If yeah. I had owned this on DVD, it would have been yeah. even more jarring yes, than me true. watching yeah. it on my you know, computer monitor yeah. on YouTube. Because that is a clearly a painted backdrop. Yeah. I know TVs were smaller and, and, it, and it was filmed in colour, but a lot of people watched it in black and white. But that's not convincing in the slightest. No. no. But saying that, you watch original Trek, the, the planetscapes on that, are as bad as Lost in Space, if not worse. Yeah. So yeah, I think, true. yeah, I think it's only we, 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 we might be judging it unfairly when we're letting other shows off. But it is a particularly unconvincing beach, and it's also obvious that it's about four foot wide. It's about four foot no wide, about move. three feet yeah. deep. Yes, with some yeah. plastic plants dotted around. Yeah. Yes. What what is unusual and it very unusual about this show as well because being used to uk shows you weren't allowed to have water in uk shows in the studio so they would have to go to shepparton to film water scenes mm-hmm. and this has just got water everywhere isn't it it's yeah you know it's, it's I mean, it almost feels like they just built that set over a swimming pool or something you know? well they did have lots of sets they had setups for yeah. lots of uh, the water <laughs> filming didn't they so yeah yeah, so he's there on this unconvincing shoreline. Yes, and he's got this device—a uh, a slightly risque-looking. It is a bit Anne Summers, yeah. isn't it? Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. To attract it, I don't know how he's worked out the frequency and stuff like that. Because yeah, they just want to find this, this sea monster. Exists, no, they're, they're tracking down rumours yeah. of yeah. a sea monster all the way through this. We have got to remember this is for children. Yeah, that's true. Haven't we? Yeah. You know, this isn't like Batman, which was out at the same time where it worked on two levels. No, no, this is Owen Allen shows. There's there's a little bit of a second level where you, I don't think it's intended, like like with Doctor Smith and that. Where as an adult you can chuckle along to it, mm. but plot wise, yeah, there's no. They're playing it dead straight, but it's not like um, you know uh, Police Squad style where no. it's meant to be funny. This was meant to be serious, mm-hmm. but it's it's not. It's and that silly. device isn't. No. Is not serious. That's very silly. Yes. Um, yeah, and he switches it on, and it's meant to yep. attract it. And yes, out he comes. This is our first special effects yep. sequence. Uh, this thing from inner space, grunting oh, like a gorilla. Yeah, that sound effect. Yep. I think Irwin Allen used in every one Everything, of his shows. Yep. Yeah, it's sort of like growling in a barrel, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. Are you going to try and imitate it? Uh, no. 
Maybe I could if you know I had if a you curry. Had a barrel. Yeah. If I if I had a curry the next yeah. morning and took a microphone into the toilet with me, Do maybe you know I could approximate it. That might be how they did it. It could. Yeah. <laughs> it could be Erwin Allen himself. Yeah, it could be. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Because you know he, he liked to save money, so yeah. yeah he, he was a notorious skinflint, wasn't he? On he, he well, that's how come Voyage yeah. to the Bottom of the Sea became a TV show. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so it, here, here's the monster. He's all ru- rubber. Stuck yes. over a wetsuit, by the looks of it. Yeah, and I was trying to work out what the mask was. Like, cause it's, I doubt it was used. It was originally used for this, and they've stuck stuff to it. And I was thinking, do I recognise it? It's a very humanoid face for a secret. I thought ape-like. You know, yeah, it's almost yeah, like a yeah. Planet of the Apes. You know, chin I mean, area. Perhaps it's that they've just gone out and bought a cheap latex mask and stuck stuff on. Yeah, it is very simian. You're right. Yeah, they've stuck loads of rubber over it. Whatever they started yeah. with, and then you. So, as I say, I was looking through YouTube and typing in Voice of the Sea, looking at a bit of an episode, and when I saw his bendy rubber spikes, I thought, Did right, that get you? that's you it. Thought, yeah. I fancy a bit of that. Yeah, those rubber spikes. You know. Are they meant to be spikes? I, I was thinking, I, I was watching, I think, think they is are. Is he meant to be tentacles? Is he meant to be part octopus? Or? No, I think you're, you're meant to be threatened yeah. by all these spikes. Yeah. Um, yeah, and as I say, he's got the, this ridiculous amount of, you know, platform to his shoes to make him taller. I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. Well, I'll put the photo on Facebook when this comes out. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And you've got this stock growling in a barrel effect. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sort of thing, yeah. I I don't know if they are... Very good, Ian. That was very good. (laughs) Got to put a bit of echo on it. Yeah, um, I got got my head in the toilet, so you're all right. All right, okay. Um... And he attacks the crew. It's it, it, does, it, yeah. it's meant to be sort of like a creature from the Black Lagoon thing. Yeah, isn't it? very. You know? I got I got creature from the Black Lagoon vibes. If creature from the Black Lagoon had been filmed on a budget of fourpence, yes, um, about that. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, it, part of the plot point later on is is the people getting killed and that. And but you're you're just going. Why are they not running? Oh, hmm. they, there's no beach. <laughs> they literally got nowhere to run. They can't the, go anywhere. Yeah, Dixon Bainbridge. He just wanders off and hides behind a tree, doesn't he? In this he does, scene, yeah. it's hilarious. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm hidden. He can't see me. And he does this silly thing you see in a lot of stuff like this, where the monster appears, does a little yeah. bit of thing, and then wanders away again. Yeah, just. I mean, what are these got... monsters doing during the day? Hmm. Do you think that you know that that siren call that he has, that, that dildo? That he switches up. <laughs> Do you think that gives off the monster equivalent of the ice cream van noise? Is that what? I think it is. And the ice, the, the monsters come up. We go, oh, ice cream! I'm going to have you a thought he was going to have a ninety-nine. Yeah, yeah. He gets there. They've got nothing. Of course, you get annoyed, don't you? He gets pissed off that that's yeah. not Mister Whippy. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Well, I thought <laughs> we should right. we should do we should, we should do a mystery science theatre for these. And we should. Like so, he, he comes up. There's no bloody ice cream, and he no stomps back cream. in the water. All right. Okay. I'm so, get my mum. <laughs> I'm telling on you. Yeah. So he, he he goes back in the water, and we've got to go across to where Bainbridge is on board the Sea View. Yes. He, his immediate thought is, I'll uh, I need to go back to this unconvincing island. I'll get the nuclear submarine world famous one yes to yeah. come with me yes uh, to prove the existence of this monster he's got one photo i love that photo it's like the monster is stopped for a photo yes it's, it's the monster's passport photo. that's what i was gonna say it's like his passport photo but i yeah. love the fact that uh admiral crane go uh admiral nelson sorry he goes uh 
he goes, uh, you've discovered a new species. That's that's unbelievable. You meet a new species every week, mate. You, you find them in your bloody <laughs> air ducts. Yep. And then he, I love it. He goes, uh, he goes, have you got the negative? Negatives can't be tampered with. Yeah. Yes, they can. <laughs> innocent days, aren't they? Very innocent days. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is the 60s. Yeah. I mean, in cut with all this, we've got these terrific, um, albeit stock footage shots of the yes. sea view. Yes, we have to say that almost all of the sea view... I mean, this is an unusual episode and we get new sea view shots mm. when the monster attacks. But almost every other shot you see in this program is going to be stock footage when you see the models. But they're glorious. They are. They are. Do you know what the green tank is? The green tank. The green tank. Do you know what that green tank is? No. Right, this is where they filmed um, uh, the sea view. Right. right, and yeah, again on Facebook, I'll put a photo of it. Yeah. It's a huge on the 20th Century Fox back lot. Uh, they right. had this. If you imagine like, like tank yeah, if you imagine like a huge, great, you know, gas tank or yeah. water cylinder, okay, and it was the whole thing dimensionally inside it. What it was 32 feet in diameter, right? right. The water was 14 feet deep, okay. And they had very strong, powerful fans, electric fans at the top, to create the ripple effect right. of the water. So you get that lovely, you know, shimmering light when you see the sea view underwater. And also they had a big lighting gantry on the top and all the wires and everything. They had all these wire systems for operating stuff in the water. It was a dedicated, yeah, right. purpose-built Which, tank. That's I'm guessing for the film. Yeah. I'm yeah, guessing I for the film. Because so. yeah. the film was quite... Uh, it wasn't a huge budget, but com- compared to a lot of Irwin Allen films, it was a, a decently budgeted film. Mm. And it was quite a prestigious release. And it, again, I mean, the film, I really like the film. It's, it's, it hasn't aged well as far as the horrible sexism in the film. Mm. But the effects work in the film is brilliant. Did you, you, you've recently watched um, uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, haven't you? Yes, I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you notice the uh, voice you brought see? Uh, sort of bits in it. No. So the the you know the submarine they go to get to to uh, revive Godzilla. Yes. That's uh, commanded by uh, Captain Crane. Oh, and I then when it and up. then when it comes back up, it does the old sea view, burst through the water and flap into the. <laughs> and it was done because um, the director was a fan of Voyage to the Bottom of the Voyage Sea. Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Yeah. Oh, so I it, it permeates that. everything, doesn't it? It's, yeah, it's worth, it, yeah, worth watching again. Yeah, maybe if I had watched the, film, uh, the, the TV series more, I would have yeah, picked up on true, that. Yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, I mean, before we move on, yeah, the sea view, you know, the oh, reason it looks so glorious. good is because yeah. the model makers, uh, Howard and Theodore Lidecker, okay, they had a, a, a history going way back um, to the Republic serials, you know, oh, right, Captain yeah. Cody and all this, yeah. you know. And they had realised very, very early on, if you're going to make a miniature look... Um, you know, realistic. It's got to be big. Yeah. Well, anything with water and fire, you've got to have especially a water hefty... and fire. Yeah. 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 So the sea view yeah, here it looks good in the water, don't it? You know, you never, you never think, oh, it's film of a real submarine, but you, you're never drawn out going, oh, it's a model. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's I, only I a model. It's one of my yeah. favorite, one of my favorite non-spaceship designs ever. With, with the sea view, I, 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 I like the front. 
but yeah. the back is kind of boring. The back know? is submarine back, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's and, and, and it's just standard grey, isn't it? You know, yes. I like the flying sub because of the contours and it looks different and the colours and stuff like this. You know. Yeah, um, I'm actually looking at my little flying sub now. Little, well, you should Aurora. take a photo. Yeah. Take a photo and put it on Facebook when this yeah. comes out. Yeah, and of course, you know, a lot of the shots when you see the sea view under the water, that's eight foot. That's a blooming eight foot yeah. model, and as you say, ripples on the sea and everything, you can't miniaturize water. So therefore you've no. got to make your model as big as possible. I mean, yeah. you know, um, they took it to Derek Meddings to the, took it to the ultimate degree yeah. for spy who loved me. Where he you might as well have just built it full size. Built maybe. a full size yeah. oil tanker. Yeah. Cause it was like 60 feet long or yeah, something like mad. that. Wasn't it? But the big, sea view in um in voice of the sea we don't see it we don't see it um on, on the surface but that was 18 feet long you know i think that still exists doesn't it the big one? i think it does think, yeah, yeah. Think it's it in the smith yeah. oh i thought it was in the smith oh it might be in a smith ozian yeah. or whatever uh, it's i might called. be thinking of the flying sub i think that was in yeah, the right. recently right okay all right so okay so they're off and they, yes. they, they're going going to go back to the atoll and yes. this um, is against this is against nelson's better judgment yeah he doesn't want to do yeah, it does he doesn't he? want to do it he doesn't he doesn't like uh, he doesn't like Wainbridge at all no. no and we've also got this subplot of yeah. patterson haven't we yes you know, yeah one so of... th this shows its age in it so they they've only got one photo of the creature and they want to make a duplicate, so they have to, on the sea view. There's a, a photo lab, mm. <laughs> which is just bizarre. So they, he calls up um, uh, what was the guy's name, um, the, the 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 photographer's lab guy, and he luckily he's connected to this story, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. So considering there's quite a large crew on the sea view. Yeah, it just you know, so happens yeah, to be him. It's, yes. It's quite coincidental. Um, I quite I quite like I like this whole subplot. Subplot. Hey, I don't mind. Um, <laughs> I like this uh, this whole plot. It, it adds a bit of. It could have been just a monster on the loose type show, yeah. and this adds a bit of humanity. It's a bit cheesy, but it, it, yeah, it, it works for me. I think it would work for me as a kid. I would have, I'd have got involved. I don't think I would have had a problem with any of it. No, when I was, but I was eight then. Yeah, it's yeah, a while yeah. ago, wasn't it? Yeah. So they get to this atoll. Yes. And uh, the Sea View's monitors show something 30 times the size of the uh, monster that Wells had already encountered. Yeah, they're very blasé about that as well, aren't they? Mm. Um, the blonde uh, sub-lieutenant guy, whose name I could never remember, very bland character. And he sort of, he's, they sort of basically say, that it's 30 times what Bainbridge said. And it's like, uh, carry on. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, um... <laughs> Patterson goes out yep. in his wetsuit. He does, yeah, because he at this point you don't know why he's doing what he's doing, mm. but he he's desperate to go out uh, because they never found yeah. the camera film. Yeah, exactly. They? Yes, yeah. He he wants to locate the camera. I can't remember whether they tell you that before he finds it, but but yeah, no, they he do. Want, he wants to find the camera footage. He's desperate to. Um, so he volunteers to go out alone, doesn't he? And they sort of say, no, 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 you're not doing that. It's against regs. Mm. Chief Sharky has a bit of a fit. Yes. You know, I like Sharky. He was a good, he's sort of no, the Scotty equivalent. I, well, yeah, that, that's relevant in a minute. Um, but um, Kowalski. Yeah, right? the, the brilliantly uh, bewigged Kowalski. His hair is awesome. Right. This is my point. Yeah. <laughs> you you preempted me. My yeah. abiding memories of Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea is the sub, the flying sub, the monsters, and Kowalski's hair. Yeah. 
I can distinctly remember being eight years old and being fascinated by Did this you? horizontal hair yeah. that he's got. Did you want to get some brill cream and try and replicate it? It's a bit like Steve, yeah. you know, from Land of the Giants. Yeah. I looked yeah. at their hair and thought, oh, I wish I had hair like that. You know, yeah, it's, it, it's it was like, fascinating. Kowalski was the... Um, he was sort of he would he was most often the comic relief. He was, yeah. but he was also the poor sod that because they didn't have a big cast. So whenever anything dangerous needed to be done, it was cool Kowalski, wasn't it? Mm. It was like the poor fellow. I hope he got paid well. Well, here he is. He's outside, isn't yeah, he? Yeah. he? He's in the swimming pool with uh, Patterson, and that's when Patterson finds the film magazine. Yeah, I'm glad that by this point in season three, they've actually invested in some coloured wetsuits. They haven't just spray painted yeah. the the black ones they had. Yeah, because you you could in earlier episodes, you could, every time they lifted their arms, you could see all the armpit wasn't painted mm. and the cracks were appearing. But yeah, no, what, no, it's I, pretty it good. does annoy me though. They're uh, they're having a lovely conversation, yet they both obviously got regulators in their mouths. Yeah, so how are they talking? Yeah, yeah. how are they talking? <laughs> Well, this blip in the sea view, this, you know, giant blip disappears, yes. and then we get a man-sized blip. Yeah. Well, we... this is this is brilliant, isn't it? Because don't they say to the, one of the officers, uh, David Hudson says, go, go and have a look out the window at the front. It's like, you've got all this equipment, and you send a guy to look out the window at the front. <laughs> he appears, he attacks the two guys in their yes. suits we yeah. get this fight in a swimming pool i can remember that that was never convincing in the slightest whenever no. you had a fight in voyage to the bottom of the sea it's clearly in a swimming pool isn't yeah. it yeah it's very very i mean it, it's obviously got to be clear water because otherwise you wouldn't see what's going on but you can pretty much see the side of the swimming pool can't you can you? see it's, the back yeah, wall, the wall. And, and yeah and, and, and it's some bits of seaweed that have been plumped yep. down as well yeah um i love this as a kid though. i loved all these underwater fights you know we well, would we we would like you played as a kid. We would do this, and we would move in slow motion. Yeah, know? my childhood memory, yours must be the same. Is you have all these things which you ingest, and it all mixes up and coagulates in your brain. Yeah. And so I've got this. I've got my love of my action man wet yeah. wetsuit, the orange, you know, oh, yeah, action yeah, man yeah, you wetsuit. Would, you, would, you would play voice in the bottom of the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all this is all mixed up together to become yeah. this mass of, you know, childhood fondness, you know? Yeah. Mm, mm. It's, but it's very evocative stuff. Very it? evocative. This is why, you know, I, I can, I can, you know, I, I can forgive a lot of things in the oh, shows yes. from the 60s and the 70s yeah, because definitely. I've got so much of a nostalgic connection to them. Yeah, you know? you'll, you'll, you'll forgive the, that you love. You can't see... Well, you can see the, the, the faults, but you, you, you're right, you sort of forgive them. And that's what makes doing effectively speaking <laughs> quite difficult, you know. I mean, yeah. we're, you're going to have to come back at some point for a Lost in Space because you are a fan. Yeah. I've already done a Lost in Space episode with Tim, and right. it's very hard to be, you know, clinical and, you know, think, you, you know, as an adult when yeah. you're talking about something that you loved when you was were little, you know. Yeah, and I, I, I used to be a, when I when I was a, a much younger fan i used to try and i did things like this i went through a period where things like this would have just annoyed me because i would, I would try and rationalize how all the silliness fits in her now you just embrace the silliness yeah. and you, yeah. you you take it for what it is that's why you can put any episode of the batman tv show oh, on yeah, for me and, and you know, no problem no problem <laughs> 
Alright, so so at this point, that's when the giant one appears. This giant monster appears. Yep. And we get this really great shot of the monster alongside the eight-foot sea view. He's holding it, isn't he, and looking yeah, in you... through the front window. Yeah, it's really nice sequence because you can, you can see how big the model is. Yeah. Um, and it, it sort of fits the... For once, the scaling fits. So he's looking in the window, and when you see a shot from inside out, the size That's is correct. The size, yeah. They would very, very often you would have it where it wouldn't work. You know, you'd you'd get them looking in, and you'd have a massive, great big eyeball in the screen mm. and things like that. But oh, Land of the Giants yeah. was like yes. that all yeah, the time. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, the the ratios never worked on Land of the Giants. But what's it, it sort of? I was watching it, enjoying it, and then he starts to manhandle the model, and it's like, no, stop. Yes, leave it alone. <laughs> we talk point, about he th- yeah, he thrusts it to the floor, doesn't he? And it's yeah. like, oh. We talk about this on Blake Seven in yeah, character, we don't do, we? Yeah. When they manhandle the props, it's like, yeah, no, just, no, leave it, leave it. <laughs> and that's what he does. Yeah, he yeah. rocks it and he pushes it to the bottom, and then he does what the first one did. He just wanders off. Wanders off. Yeah. What are these people doing? I don't know. I don't know. Um, so they they recover from that. Everyone comes back on board and they go off to the atoll. Okay. And yes. In a little ding- dinghy. I guess yeah. there's no room for the flying sub to land, is there? Yeah, it would. It would have. They could have got the flying sub. They could have got the atoll in the flying sub, couldn't they? I reckon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it. They that they, they land there. Uh, in exact. Oh, what a surprise! In exactly the same place yeah, that you know exactly. Wells same, same did the filming as well. Yeah. <laughs> Unusual. <laughs> Funny that. Yeah. Check um, your weapons, Steve. Aye, sir. Kowalski. Loaded and ready, sir. So is mine, sir. Are you sure these weapons are powerful enough? They've been loaded with double charges. The tranquilizing pellet they fire will penetrate two-inch armor at 50 yards. I think they're powerful enough. They'd better be. Let's go through this once again. Yes. We'll take cover in the jungle. The electronic device will be planted at the edge of the water. Chief, on my signal, you and Kowalski fire. Clear? Aye, aye, sir. Come on, let's go. Right. Oh, say, Admiral, hmm? hadn't we better secure the raft just in case? Chief, give me a hand. The guns, we can't reach the guns. Yeah, and uh, up he pops again. The, I'm, I'm yep. guessing that's the first one. Yes, um, I think it's the first one. Yeah. And yeah, you the get first lost. One. It's the same suit. For both of course films. it is. Uh, but yeah. this time you get. The first time he appeared on that little atoll, yeah. it was all in long shot. But here, yeah. you know, you get close-ups, and it it does look like an ape mask to me. It now does, this is yeah. this is before or ru- running alongside the production of Planet of the Apes, yeah. so it's not been think, swiped from that. Well, do you think, think? Owen Allen went through the bins of the uh, the apes? Mask well, this is what I'm used. thinking. This is what I'm thinking because yeah, I've got the making of Planet yeah. of the Apes, the J.W. Rinsler book. Yeah, it does actually look like. Um, on the, you know, they did the tests in the tent. With That's Fox what I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with Edward G. Robinson. Yeah. I'm wondering, because that was a Fox film, wasn't right, it? Yeah, so that could be left over. This is a discarded... It's got that big lip, isn't it? That big top lip. It's got the almost coconut yeah. shell type, yeah. you know, top lip and bottom lip, you know? Perhaps it is. You could I reckon it is. I, I, I think it is. You'd I have haven't to do been a able to find anything. Uh, comparison of photos. Yeah. <laughs> and and while we're having these close-ups and we're seeing the monster yep. and we're meant to be terrified, I'm terrified more by the painted backdrop, which looks yep. even worse now. And yes, I'm watching they're a bit uh, closer to it. As I say, I'm watching this on YouTube on a small computer monitor. Yeah. 
God knows what this looks like on DVD. Hmm. Yeah, it's, imagine what it'd be like on like 4K Blu-ray. <laughs> you'd actually you'd see the reflection of the uh, person that painted it or something. Yeah, but that that, that I do. Sorry. Sorry, I was going to say that's my yeah. disappointment with yeah. my Blu-ray of Forbidden Planet in yes. the Altair yeah. Four landscapes. You suddenly can see looks, the folds. Yeah, suddenly looks a bit crappy, doesn't it? Two thousand and one. Mm. You know, on Blu-ray, yeah. the, the, the you know the origins of man at the beginning. Yeah. You can see folds in the sheet or yeah. or whatever they used. You know, these things were never meant to be viewed this way. That was the, no. that's the thing. I do like in um, so they they make a big show that they've got these special guns that fire tranquilizer darts mm. and uh admiral uh nelson goes um he goes these have been designed to fire through two inch armor plate really <laughs> um but then so they, they, they've all um, and the beast attacks them luckily they've just put their weapons down haven't they mm-hmm. to do something and it's like he's between us and the weapons yeah that's lucky haven't they? yes yeah. yeah but they managed to do it chief yes, manages to yeah. tranquilize him yeah chief sharky him. to the rescue yeah. yeah knocks him out um they take him on board and this wells guy he's just thinking about all the fame and awards he'll get yes but again very almost following beat for beat creature from the black lagoon isn't it yep yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But we've got to fast forward to the next special effects bit. So we've got to go past all the whole Patterson Wells thing and about, you know. I keep forgetting that on this show you don't cover the, the whole episode. I'm so used to us doing Blake 7. Blake 7, where we yeah. do everything. No, where the plot is king. Yeah, it is in Blake 7. Not yeah. so much here. No. Um, so we've got to go past all that to um, to the monster waking up. and. Yes. And this now is what I remember from Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, the stalking down the corridor yes, yeah. monster, you know, even though nobody seems to come out any of the doors, he's roaring down that barrel, but nobody seems to come out. Well, there was, uh, there was some sort of classic tropes, wasn't there, in, that you remember, and one was a creature would be loose in the sea view, so they would lock the inner hatches and put a fire axe across it. Yeah, which somehow locked them. I never quite worked out how that worked. <laughs> it locks them. They don't quite do that in this episode, but they do lock the doors. Um, you would have the creature usually would hide in the air ducts uh, every week, and they would never look in the air ducts. Um, but it's nice to see that it, it reminds me very much of um, season two of Space 1999. This bit where he's mm-hmm. he's stalking through the corridors you know like uh, you'd get a, cr- a creature just walking yeah. through Moonbase alpha dave prouse usually yeah, dave prouse usually yeah <laughs> you might you might have a shot where a couple of security guards try to stop it in this case it's um you know they're not going to die because it's sharky and uh, kowalski or kowalski, someone yeah. yeah um and i love the fact that they're firing at a completely different angle than hits the, yes, the creature yeah, yeah. and yeah. and you get lots of close ups of him and those yes. bendy spines the bendy spines oh, yeah. that's the worst bit about it i think yeah. and it again i know many favors yeah i know it was aimed at kids and i know it was low quality tv but it's it's all filmed in absolute impartial lighting isn't it mm-hmm. it's bright but you imagine this on a dark and sea view you know yeah, you if could he had, make this work. Yeah, if he had damaged, like, you know, the generators yeah. and it went to half light or something yeah. like that, that would be something else. But yeah, it's far too bright. When he smashes through that wall like it's paper. That, was, I, I, that made me jump a little bit, that, because I wasn't really? expecting that, yeah. No, I was looking more at the paper, because yeah. it is paper. He smashes paper. through it because it's paper, you know? I thought afterwards, was that meant to happen or was that actually the set that he just... <laughs> what, he lent on where it? He was going, yeah, yeah, he lent on the other side. <laughs> Sorry, guys. 
No, All right, no, keep it. We'll put that in, says Irwin yeah. Allen. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they do this thing, you know, a bit like, you know, um, um, It, the Terror from Beyond Space, yes. where they close doors to try and channel yes. the monster yeah. to a specific place, don't they? Yeah, they, they're trying to... I mean, actually, it's the same plot as Alien, isn't it? Really? Very, yeah, yeah, true, yeah. true. Because they're trying to get it to the flying sub um, yes. area. And Nelson goes up into the air ducks. I was yes. expecting the, the, the monster to go up in there with him and have a Dallas alien type yeah. moment. But no, that never happened. He manages to get to the flying sub, you know, bay or something yeah. where you've got that pool of water. Yes, they had the, the, the moon pool, didn't they? The moon pool. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And he just drops the uh, the, the love toy. Thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Into the, the water. Yeah, the butt plug. <laughs> oh, I've lost my butt plug. And he jumps yeah. in after it. Yeah. It's, it's so perfunctory. I was I was expecting, like, oh, it's going to be a big fight. Oh. And that oh. was it. Yeah. That, that that was my surprise. I'm thinking, all right, what happens next? And then we well, get I, a bit, bit bit of waffle, and that's the end yeah. of the story. Well, I was... Because you, you sent me a link for a YouTube one, and it was 124 minutes long. Yes, yeah, so was gets, mine. <laughs> yeah, it gets to, like, this point, and I, I press the the pause thing because I had to go and uh, do something in the kitchen and it said like there's 52 minutes left I thought oh excellent Eric's chosen a two-parter brilliant (laughs) did what I was doing in the kitchen come back sat down got all comfy again pressed the thing and say oh it's over what yeah yeah I was expecting a whole new round of sea view attacks and explaining what relation the creatures were nope nothing I was waiting to find out why you've got small monsters yeah. and big monsters. But no, that's the end of it. You've got a bit of waffle from, you know, Nelson going on about, yeah. oh, you know, maybe in the future people will come back and find out what's going on. But that's it. Yeah, yeah. But we don't care. You know. No, we yeah, saw our monster, didn't we? Yeah, we sent yeah. the monster. We've got through 52 minutes. Let's go home, lads. Yeah, let's yeah, go it, home. It was, um, it was very anticlimactic. I suppose in in Irwin Allen's world, the reason for any of this is just because. Yeah, it? very much so. Especially season three and season four. Yeah. Oh, get. I mean, because it does get worse. <laughs> That's the thing. This this went went on longer than a lot of Irwin Allen shows, didn't it? And yeah, this is the longest running yeah. Irwin Allen show. It went to four seasons. None, this none was of the ph- others did. Phenomenally popular at the time. Well, you know, I was reading up about it, and what I didn't realise, I mean, yes, the 1961 film, you know, was was a hit. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, Irwin Allen, it took Irwin Allen two years to realise, actually, I had this hit... I've got this audience that liked it. Yeah. If I, I've got all these models still. I've got all this stock footage now. Yeah. I can make a TV show out of it. Because what, what was weird as well is all the sets are from the movie. Um, mm. Now, I know uh, like the, the Sea View computer was the computer from uh, David Hedson's The Fly and yeah. stuff like that. But you're right. These must have sat in storage somewhere. For two years. Because they're, they're amazing sets. and it, Unless they did really good Foley work. These are all like metal floored sets. They mm. they were solid, yeah, really good sets. And yeah, to, to to have it sit for two years is going to cost a bit. I would have thought. Mm. Mm. But sit unless it, they were trying to get uh, unless they were banking on a sequel film or something, perhaps. There is. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you about that in a minute. Oh, but uh, yeah, there might have been one. But uh, yeah, no, it sat there for two years when he had this brainwave. Yeah. Oh, oh, I could use all this. 
And, you know, Richard Basehart signed on thinking it was going to be like the film and be, yeah, 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 like a gritty espionage thriller of the week type thing, which is what it season one kind of was, wasn't it, you know? Yes, yeah, season one was very much espionage and Eastern Bloc and, you know, Cold War storylines. Yeah, but what I'm very surprised to find out is when the first couple of episodes actually aired, the reviews were very, very poor. Really? Yeah. Somebody said, oh, watching it is uh, uh, as, you know, action-packed and thrilling as watching the test card. Isn't it weird that things have changed so much? It's like, because Lost in Space regularly beat Star Trek in the ratings, that the, the, the idea then of science fiction was sort of silly, I suppose. So, pra- yeah, perhaps it was too serious for mm. the the intended audience. Well... Reading into it, that's what happened, because as we went into season two and then season three, Erwin Allen was looking at all the, um, you know, the responses, the reviews and stuff like this. And he realized that the ratings went up when there was a monster and down when there was a woman in it. Oh, right. Yeah. What about a woman monster? I don't think there ever was a woman. There there was no she creature. No. There was never a she-creature. And when we got to season three, I think that was the point where he realised, actually, every time there's a female interest, we lose ratings. Every time there's a monster, we get ratings. And that's why in season four, hard to believe, but in season four, there is not one female in season four. Not even a female voice, not a computer voice or anything like that. It's all male (laughs) throughout season four. Season four, Sausage Fest, yeah. Sausage Fest, there you yeah. go, yeah. That's but, weird, though, because you're right. I think, as a as a child, I appreciated the fact that they every sort of island or thing they went to, there wasn't a love interest, there mm-hmm. wasn't a Captain Kirk Soppy romance. stuff, yeah. there was no soppy no stuff. No soppy stuff, no, no yeah. that soppy kissing nonsense. <laughs> Bring on the monsters. Yeah, that's yeah. what we want to see. He, yeah. knew, he knew us well, didn't he, old Irwin? He, yeah, he had he had the finger on our pulse, yeah, didn't he? He certainly did, yeah. He did, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, so that dictated how the show was going to go. You know, um, yeah. and the reviewers were wrong. You know, those first few reviews were wrong. It became a yeah. massive hit. You know, people loved it. it yeah, it I became a it was, big, big show. Yeah, it was one of his, certainly one of his most popular ones, wasn't it? Yeah, at its height, David Hedison um, was the most popular star that Twentieth Century Fox had on their really? books. Wow. Yeah, and that's film and TV. Um, he was the number one. Yeah, it's saying that the. The cast of the TV show is much, much more likable than the cast of the film. Mm. Uh, Walter Pigeon's uh, Admiral Nelson is an absolute shit. Yes. He's a horrible man. Um, whereas Admiral Nelson on the show, Richard Basart, I always loved him. I thought he was a uh, a brilliant yeah, he's a nice guy. character. Yeah, and I liked I, I liked all the, the crew in this one. I, none, no one was too silly. Kowalski sort of almost got there but yeah i mean Owen allen certainly had the knack of of i don't know whether he did his own cast or whatever but he certainly chose good casts yes yeah i've seen written that uh voice of the bottom of the sea actually preempted star trek it with the old red shirt of the week yeah well it that's another interesting parallel so you've got the main sort of the the what we would class in star trek the bridge crew but the seaview bridge crew all wear lovely naval uniforms Everyone else wears coloured boiler suits. And Star mm. Trek, the original series, was the same. 
you had the bridge crew had nice uniforms. Everyone you saw below decks in coloured boiler suits. Yes. Um, yeah, but it was always, there was a, a high death count of Sea View personnel. But sometimes they came back though. That was oh, yeah. what, what was a bit confusing. They died in yeah. one episode and then came back. Hmm. Yeah, and yeah, um, I, I said just a minute ago there was meant to be a film version when when the TV series was you know yeah, massively right. popular. They actually were going to do a a second film uh, version, but with but the TV it, it, crew. With the TV crew, but it never. Oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they could have just strung a couple of episodes together, couldn't they? Well, and, and put them out it, like yeah. like we here in the UK got with like Buck yeah, Rogers we, and Battlestar exactly, Galactica yeah. and everything, didn't we? Yeah, uh, bring them together. Yeah. The Brits are watching. Yeah, yeah, the Hulk, all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know this. David Hedison um, went up for the captain of the Proteus in Fantastic Voyage. Really? Did you know he that? Been, yeah, I, I didn't know he would have been good in that. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I yeah. he's quite forgettable. Um, yes, the yeah, guy in. Fant- yeah, you know him. You know his face from a few things, but his he does, he's not putting much effort into it. No, I just remember Donald Pleasance and Raquel Welch. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. And you say Chief Sharkey, right? Yeah. Um, that was offered to James Doohan. Really? Yeah, but in the same week he was offered Chief St- Sharkey, he was offered um, Scotty. Scotty in Star Trek. I think he chose well. I think he on did. The grand scheme of things. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, and the other bit of info I've got, Dawson Palmer was this uh, thing from Inner Space. Oh, right. Okay. He, that His sounds name's... like a cowboy star, doesn't it? Dawson he does. Palmer. Well, he, he, he actually was a, um, a basketball star because he was oh, tall right. and uh... thin. He, he was an ex-basketball star turned stuntman. Okay. Yeah. And uh, this is his very first appearance in Irwin Allen. Okay, this is, well, not in Irwin Allen, in Irwin Allen's productions. Um, And uh, so, yeah, he he appeared here as the thing from Inner Space, and then he was basically Monster of the Week in a load of Lost in Spaces. Wow. So you would have seen him in a lot of them. Um, And then he played a scientist in Land of the Giants, and that's where his career ends. I would have loved to have seen, you know, like they did the uh, sort of a, a mockumentary for like Batman where they showed the yeah. making of it and they did one from I'd love to see an Owen Allen one. Yeah, or for any of the shows. Yeah, that would be that would be really good. Yeah, yeah. I like the idea of yeah, you know, the time tunnel cast, the main characters yeah. being complete prima donnas and having a problem that they're playing, you know, one twelfth scale characters yeah. compared to the villains of the piece, you know? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, that would be good. You could get a nice little drama out of it. You could, you could, yeah. All right, well, that's it. That's all my uh, behind the scenes I've got. And you know this. You've done this often enough. We've got to yeah. rate the special effects on this. Oh, boy. Um, so are we rating on? Are we rating the sea view and the stock footage separately to the creature? or? No, no. Yeah, the, 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 the sea view bits, unfortunately, the stock footage bits are out of the equation. Okay. It's, it, it's the bits where you see a monster, basically. Yeah. In that case, uh, mine would would barely rise above a two. <laughs> you're more, uh, you're, 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 I'm, I'm actually more generous than you. I've got right. a three. Three. Okay. Yeah. So that's it's two awful. And a half. It doesn't, it doesn't su- suffice in any respect. This, uh, this monster footage, although as a caveat, even though it's not, it's silly. The shot of him manhandling the eight foot sea view yeah. is yeah. awesome. That's what stops my, my yeah. three not being a two. If you hadn't yeah. had that shot, yeah. I would have joined you in a two. 
Yeah. Yeah, it yeah, is that's pretty the one poor. thing. It's worth watching the episode for that alone. I mean, it's worth watching the episode. I'd love to actually show these to some young kids and uh, see what they make of them. I think it would still hold up for them. I, I would do that, but my youngest is now 13, and yeah. I think she's a bit old for that. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, okay, yeah. two well, we and a half. Find, find some young kids off the street. No, 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 we can't do that. <laughs> no, don't do that. Well, you... Hello, officer. Uh, I was yeah. just tempting these people off the street to watch Irwin yeah. Allen. Uh, no. Hello, hello, hello. Why are you showing that young child footage of a butt plug? <laughs> uh, no, I think I, yeah. I think we better stop there. We better leave that, yeah. Yeah, all right then. Okay, so two and a half. Two and a half, yeah. I think that's fair for it. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what me and you... Tim gave for Lost yeah. in Space. But... I think you were quite generous. I think you. Well, I remember listening to it and you were quite generous. You... I think, yeah, you're right, you let uh, nostalgia. Yes. Which yes. is fair, because I've done that before. I've got more nostalgia for Lost in Space than I have for Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. Yeah. All right. Okay. But what, what's really weird is, though, I'm looking forward to watching my uh, season one now, but it's I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I, I thank you for oh, being, right. bringing it back to my attention. Um, yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. All right. Well, well, you you've got to come back and do a Lost in Space. Yes. Yeah. I know which one as well. We'll talk about not that. The, uh... Not the carrot monster. No, we've done that one. No, no, we haven't done that one. No, 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 no. You haven't done that. No, we haven't done that one. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. I'll I'll talk to, to to you about that off air. All right. Yes. Nice one. Yeah. All right. Cheers, then, Ian. No problem. Thanks right. for having me. Cheers, matey. Right. Bye bye. Thanks, then. Bye. To the Bottom of the Sea, starring Richard Basehart, David Hennison, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea.